This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Whitwick is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everyone to another edition of Talking Cowboys. Always happy to be here live from the SWBC Mortgage Studio. And it is the bye week, but it is the Dallas Cowboys and there is news to be talked about. So before we get to all of that, how are you guys doing? Mickey, you look great in your gold. Thank you. Go Tigers. Was the... uh... The reason they were showing Cowboy highlights there, uh, Rogers named Offensive Player yeah. of well, the Week in yeah. the NFC. He was. he was. How many times has the Cowboys defense now done that? Twice. Twice, yeah, right? Girly, twice. girly one? Two in a row. Nothing happened in Denver, right? Nothing. Anderson and one of those guys didn't get named, did they? Nothing to be proud of. No. Anderson might go to a Pro Bowl, though, and yeah. he'll, he'll be able to That'll thank the highlights the we see. Yeah, yep. exactly. So Maybe Brady threw for 400 yards that week. Yeah. Probably. That's a good point. You never know. These these quarterbacks, they're able to just do magic sometimes. <laughs> just trying to keep up with the current, Thanks, Mick. current events. Yep. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, Mickey, because some current events we have going here, it is now expected that Nolan Carroll will be released from the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, he was a free agent signing for the team in the spring after they had a lot of defensive guys go with different contracts, things like that. So, Nolan Carroll released. It's nothing has officially been said yet. You know, this is all expected to be. He was not out at practice when it was available about an hour ago. So, what do you guys think? They just finished. What's wrong about him? What was wrong about Nolan Carroll? Why were you wrong about him? I felt Nolan Carroll could come in and give you some of the similar play that you got with Brandon Carr. But did you expect Nolan, I mean, Nolan Carroll to have this injury? No, but that's still not the he, – he, you know, you look at the Giants game was not an issue, the, but the, the Denver game was an issue. Even and, before he got hurt. Yeah, and yeah. so to me that's, that's bad on my part to, to misevaluate a player that, you know, you, you saw some things, some traits with him that were better than what you saw with Carr. I liked his ability to fight for the football. I, I think we saw some of that in training camp – when he battled Dez, I saw some separation where he was, you know, he wasn't as good as where he needed to be. I thought Nolan Carroll would play better for this football team. I can understand what the scouts saw in him, and you know, because I saw this, a lot of the similar things on the film. I love the fact that when you know that he played the Giants, he was very competitive against Odell Beckham. You know, I felt like, hey, if you can match up with people in the division, I mean, I watched all his games that he played against opponents within the division, and it didn't give me any pause. Sometimes you watch a guy. And then all of a sudden you're like going, well, he he can't help you because, yeah. and I, I was wrong about him because again he he wasn't up to the task. The injury didn't help, but looking now at it though, playing all these young kids, that's fine. If yeah. you want to play a Wouzier, you want to play Lewis, and if they in fact do release Nolan Carroll, he you said he wasn't on the field. If they bring somebody up off the practice squad or they sign somebody else, you know, another position. You know, if it's white, whoever, you know, that's that's fine with me, too. I hear what you're saying, Brian, and I, I think sometimes you are a little hard on yourself. No, you know? it's true, but because it's my job to evaluate these players. And, and when you don't do it the correct way and you paint a picture to somebody out there, whether it's Talking Cowboys or DallasCowboys.com, you have to be, you know, what you see is what you say. And then and I, I did. I thought Nolan Carroll would help this football team 
on the same level of, of with Brandon Carr, maybe maybe a little bit better, but he just wasn't. And if you know, that's, now, the, that's the move they make. That's the move they make. Good points. But did Jordan Lewis, Mickey Rob, did he play better than everyone expected as a rookie, especially dealing with some hamstring injury in training camp? You know, I thought Norland Carroll was a bridge to getting to the young guys because. Now, they signed him before they even had the young guys. Right. So but they it, did that. It sort kind of covered himself yes. going into the draft. Yes. That they didn't have to. Much like Alfred go, Morris. Yeah. Boy, we just need, you know, we just need a cornerback. Uh, and then when they drafted all those guys, I said, okay, they got a veteran guy here. He's got some experience. That'll buy time for Wouzier, buy time for Lewis, maybe buy time for Brown. Uh, Marquez White, Anthony Brown. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he just I, – I, he never stood out to me. And then the young guys got hurt, so it bought him more time. Right. Now they're healthy, and it's like, well, you know, they've shown they can play, and if they're going to play as well as a veteran guy, then play the young guys. Now, the downside to all this is it costs some money against the salary cap. Yeah. He did pay him some signing bonus. Yeah. He can, since he's a vested veteran, take his base salary right. for the year, which I assume it's probably close to seven, seven hundred, six hundred thousand. Yeah. And he Based only played how many salaries. games? One before he got hurt? Two, right. Two games? I can't even remember. He got hurt in yeah. the Denver game. He got hurt in the second so, game. So two games. So, yeah. So it, it becomes an expensive bridge, but – you know, if you're going to go forward with the young guys, then, you know, go forward. And, and now you've created a roster spot for, you know, po- what Brian said, possibly Marquez White, or maybe you need something else. Yeah. And, uh, maybe they're – I don't know what else they'd be looking for. Uh, I think they're in a position now. maybe too. The way Jordan Lewis has played, you've got to get him on the field. And you've got to play him a lot of snaps. He's been arguably their most productive corner the last couple of weeks. What he's done – thing that kind of surprised me, because Mickey mentioned the money involved, is, okay, you'd rather have Ben Wickery than Nolan Carroll, a healthy Nolan Carroll. That's the decision they made. We haven't seen a lot from Ben Wickery to say yeah, really how he's played, but that's the decision they made. I, I agree. Like, if these guys had been healthy in camp, this might have been accelerated. Yeah. I You know, I, I think to me that if the fact that they kept Ben Wickery over him tells you what you mm-hmm. need to know right there. You know, that they felt like they'd been Wickery if they had to have a veteran player, that they were more willing to keep him around. And if they want to play him, then that's where they, they're going to go. But I was flat wrong about Nolan Carroll. I really was. And, that, and, that's, and that's, that's the thing. You never remember the ones you hit. You remember the ones you were wrong about, you know, thinking what he was. So it, uh, it is what it is. And, you know, you move on. Like Mickey says, it costs you money. I think he was a three-year, $10 million thing, the guarantees and stuff like that. So – uh, yeah, it's never easy to go that route, but they're going to go that route. Yeah, I think it, it was a was it a three million dollar guarantee? Yeah, it was. It was more. He's than got I, a little pricey. He more than three, I expected. Yeah, a little pricey. He had three million guaranteed, and when you think about Cedric Thornton as well, that they let go. Well, that's what I was just going to get into, Robin. Since it is a bye week show, <laughs> and yes, we do have some news. We'll get to Sean Lee at practice soon. But Rob, I'll start with you first. Now that we're five weeks in and we're seeing that the Cowboys are two and three and and the deficiencies that we're seeing on defense, should the Cowboys front office staff relook at how they approach free agency? You know, they approach in terms it, of what in they terms approach of- it very conservatively. 
you know, doing these bridge-type players. I mean, you just named a great one, and I thought it's such a good point to bring up Cedric Thornton, you know, a guy that they really went after the year before, offered him a big-time contract. Benson Mayowa has been another one that they've gone after. That was a restricted one, yeah. Yeah. And you so, made a great example. I'm sorry. When you said a great one, you meant great example. Great example, this. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, not <laughs> – Was hoping you didn't mean a great <laughs> No, no, player. no, no. Yeah. Good catch. Good catch sorry. on that. Mm. But, Rob, I mean, you know, they let – so many of these guys go, and of course, we're seeing them have success at other teams, totally different personnel, different schemes. But should they relook at this? And, you know, are they relying too heavily on the draft process? Um, I See, if you talk to Stephen Jones, what he'll tell you is it's it's he's more a believer now than ever before that it's a young man's game. And I okay. think Will McClay has had a lot to do with that. They try to build through the draft, like you said, and I think that's the right way to go, especially when you have a lot of, Pro Bowl, all pro type guys that you have to re-sign, you have to figure that into account with Zach Martin. They've got to eventually pay him, guys like that. So, yeah, bridge type players, they're trying to spend their money wisely and not overpay it. You know, Cedric Thornton wasn't a large contract. It was about an $18 million deal a year or two ago. Well, I think that's a prime example of why you don't spend well, money in free agents. Yeah, the, Mayola was like a $9 million. They haven't spent a ton of money. It's just always risky in free agency because there's always a reason why guys are available on the market. Um, but they've tried to be smart with it and build primarily through the draft, and I think that's the way to do it. Um, it's just not an exact science. And I think the, the, the Thornton signing to me was really confusing that it didn't work out because when you watched him play against Dallas, he was pretty successful. Yeah, he was. Especially stopping the Cowboys' running game. Uh, he was a good player in Philly. So – you know, I trust this front office. It's just sometimes these free agent deals don't always work out. You, like, would you like to spend more money? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, should they have spent more money with the guys that they had already had here instead of letting them go? Now, I know. You mean like keep Terrell, t t Terrell McClain? Terrell yeah, McClain. Like right. you already had. Thornton. Like those right. types of guys. I'm not saying go after the big hot shots on the market. I'm saying, you know, yes, they had already had Thornton and McClain was a good guy. And, you know, we're seeing him what he's doing up with Washington Redskins. but And they might have said, hey, we're going to pick him off because we've seen what he's done two times yeah. a year. Yeah, Or keep Mo Claiborne. Or keep more Claiborne. Or, yeah. you know, a or bear Ron church. Leary. Or Ron Leary. You yeah. know, that's a huge one. But you have a budget. You do. And, you know, it's, it's just. It's not a matter of going to the store and shopping and buying what you want. But I think her point is, though, would you have, you would rather have Terrell McClain paid as opposed to Cedric Thornton? Well, yeah, after you found out what Cedric Thornton was. No, but that's. But you didn't but, know what but, Terrell McClain see, was. See, that's, that's the about, Yeah, that's the, that's the evaluation. And I think that she's talking about is they seem to have had more success. Well, maybe not. They've traded for some guys. They traded, you know, but you look at. David Irvin, you know, you traded for Bryce Butler, you traded for Matt Castle. Yeah, see, but yeah. that that was out of you had to have that a was quarterback. Yeah, out of quarterback. Yeah. But they seem to have a better luck of trading for a guy and having it work out than they do having the guy to go out and sign as well, that free agent. What you just said that you thought that Nolan Carroll could be as good, if not better, than Brandon Carr, would you have traits? Been? Yeah. If they have kept Brandon Carr. Would that have been within their well, yeah, they Brandon Carr. I mean, yeah, I mean they could have. They could have offered him. Like, I mean, to me, I would have. I thought the guy that played better was was actually uh, Mo Claiborne. You know, if you look at just yeah. who played better, but you know, but but the steadiness and the reliability of Carr is impressive. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So I think you bring up a point though in terms of when you're scouting these guys, it's always 
you know, you're, you're, you're playing it less risky, but just to stick with the guys that you know instead of, like, bringing back a Terrell McLean, bringing back a Carr or whoever instead of you're kind of taking a chance on a guy that you've watched on film, but you, you haven't been around him. You don't really know for sure if they fit into your scheme until you really get them here. But mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, Thornton was a signing before McLean really broke out. So, yeah, there's a budget involved. And, and they'd really – I like what they did in the secondary, just trying to get young. Barry Church got a huge contract that they just weren't going to. I mean, some of these guys that re-signed. So did Mo. Mo, yeah. I mean, they're just there was some salary there that they just weren't going to match and couldn't match because they've got to they've got to address other things. Well, and absolutely. I mean, they did make an effort to keep Terrence Williams. Obviously, he got kind of a lower – yeah, they, contract that they both expected. I think they were preparing for him to leave. I think we all were preparing for him to maybe get between seven and eight million dollars. I and and then all of a sudden you look at all <laughs> not these, Mickey. No, then all these receivers. Why? Well, I, there we, were we, you know, no. You, and you might be right because what's happened is what's happened is we saw a lot of receivers. We saw a lot of receivers get one year deals. If you look at guys, I believe Garcon got a one year deal. You look at what when happened. Prior got a one year yeah. deal. So you had some receivers. Teams just did not want to pay receivers. And, and again, that's a, you talk about misevaluation. That's a misevaluation right there. You know, they they felt like that that you know not they. We all felt like that maybe that some of these receivers were going to get paid, and the league didn't pay them overall. Remember LeRon Robinson? Yeah. Well, that was my example. You know, big year, wound up getting way overpaid. Right. And left this team. But it didn't happen, and they they got they got uh, Terrence back on a bargain. Look at Brock Osweiler; he might be the best free agency <laughs> free agency deal Goodness. out there. Yes, yeah. So, just a thought, you know, just because you look here, we're five weeks in. The different things that people are discussing with the D line. I think you bring up a good name, Mickey and McLean, and and other guys. You know, Jack Crawford was a productive guy. He's now out on IR for the Falcons, right? But it was just a big year for free agency for the Dallas Cowboys with so many contracts up. Why do you think they played better run defense last year? Why? Yeah. Can you point to, to a couple of things? Why they played better run Wheels defense? Wheels are turning. Did you think it was because of McLean? Is that where you're? No, I'm just, no, I'm just curious I, I think thought. I think Sean Lee played 16 games. We can start right there. That helps. You're, yeah, you're down two games with him already. It's true. Um... You had Hitchens for 16 games. Yeah. And, and you know, and don't tell me, okay, well, Hitchens was there last – okay, that was the first time back mm-hmm. in, what, six weeks, seven yeah. weeks? Terrell McClain was a good player for him against I, the Ryan I, as well. I, I think so. Uh, and they they, they kind of – better? They kind of looked like Stephen Paya was going to be a guy and then his knee acts up. Right. He wasn't a – sufficient replacement right uh at the nose tackle spot um was the secondary better i mean just i'm just asking about tackling i mean maybe linebacker i mean you talked about the two linebackers okay so i i'll give you the one that i think if they were going to spend money on and they didn't it was barry church and from what i understand they've been trying to replace barry church for years yes sir and you know what they haven't replaced Barry Church. Right. Now, we'll see what happens going forward here after this bye. Uh, but I think he had a lot to do with helping in that running game. And then the physicality, make, which you make the, Yeah, make the combination of not him. Two of your top linebackers are out. Sure. You're playing a handicapped linebacker. Sure. 
uh, and a compromise linebacker. Compromise, yeah, yeah. Handicap's a bad word. Yeah, sorry. No, no that's, that's okay. Fine. You're fine. Um, you know, and then you're you couldn't get settled up front, right? With the with the one technique guy, yeah. and here we are. Has the one technique problem been more of a problem than the left guard? Mm. Yes, I think so. I mean, the left guard hasn't been perfect, right? But finding somebody to plug that spot, yeah. On a consistent basis, yeah. they've been rotating guys in there, you know, and they had two people, right? Yeah. Cedric Thornton was supposed to be that guy. Well, he wasn't. Uh, they get Stephen Pye, and it looked like he was that guy, yeah. and then the knee acts up. Um, now you're down to David, David Irving. Irving, and yeah. maybe that's going to help, and maybe, maybe that that's his help. spot. Yeah. You know, I mean, he played awfully well first time out. Now we'll see what happens after people say, oh, look what he did. But yeah. He, I think he gives you a little bit more as a pass rusher. I don't know about the run playing ability unless we get some more penetration plays. Right. You know? Or if he could just hold things up. Hold things up, I mean, up, that's yeah. kind of what you want out of that spot. Right, right. Um, I don't think Malik Collins has played as well. I don't as think so either. See, that's so another far. That's one of the ones I was kind of – because I thought that he and if – you, if you talk about all the linebackers, Barry Church, that's three players, the two, the two linebackers and Barry Church. Get it. Good yeah. job. I don't think the two inside guys have played as well. And, and that's what I'm saying. When you talk about uh, 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 Terrell McClain and, and then Collins together and what they were doing, that gave you a pretty good inside right there. Well, I mean, how much does that help Malik to have that guy next to him? Kind of like when we talk about left guard and how it impacts Travis Frederick. I mean, or does it help Malik to have Sean Lee behind you? Mm, that, that, could, well, that could very well be it. Well, Sean Lee was back on the practice field, and we will get into all of that. So stay tuned for for more right after this break. And Rob will have a great Tommy John read for you. <laughs> we, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. Bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst runs deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Craving Rider. You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Craving Rider. 
crave a Dr. Pepper. Nothing else will do. Pick up an ice-cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on Cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. This is Talking Cowboys. Get Tommy John underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up. Trust me, I wear it. Mickey wears it. It's People nothing like you've ever worn before. You. What? They're laughing behind you. Good. Go ahead. Keep reading. It's the I bet. wear it. <laughs> <laughs> we all wear it. It's fantastic. They started laughing. Plus, it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Glad it was robbed. Just Why is it every time that we have the Tommy like John read? Somebody comes they're, walking they're, by. always walking by. It's always the walking by Ted goes and tells him. <laughs> and it's always females too, by yeah. the way. Hey, man. Yeah. You're married. You don't care I, about I that. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, it's over for me. So yeah, it's Katie, Whoa. Katie knows. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, let's get back on track. And and we are back on track. As Mickey just told you, you know, he said this team is missing Sean Lee. Well, he was back on the practice field doing different things, at least for the media open portion. We don't know a complete one. We'll get a practice report later. But we won't get a practice report. We don't? Off week. There's no game. No game. They're not required. I know, right? Not (laughs) required. Are you disappointed? Miss those emails from Scott. I do. Look, he was out there early. He started doing chords, and it looked like um, the majority of the practice was going to be for young guys, and that's yes. kind of what they've done yes. previously during the bye week. Like the guys that haven't played much or the rookies, uh, practice squad guys, They because they, Witten was out there without a helmet, so <laughs> nah. he, he wasn't going to do Tyron anything. Tyron Smith didn't practice. Tyron Smith wasn't even didn't right. make an appearance, so – it looked like it was going to be a young guy's deal. Yeah, just, Regardless, we're talking about like an hour practice. But at least like – at it's, least it's a short workout, no pads. But at least he was out there. Yeah, it's he a good sign. A, right? It's a good sign. And, I, he's, and he looks good on the cords, by the way. Yeah, as, as we talk about this next week, Tay, I think your practice report should be favorable. I, I want that. You know, I expect <laughs> that every week. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thrown off when there's no football. Yeah. So – And there was another bit of news this morning. Please. Um – the Collin County grand jury no-billed uh, the Damian Wilson case. So they declined to indict him on charges of backing into a woman in the parking lot at Toyota Stadium and brandishing a woman, uh, brandishing a weapon, not a woman. Yeah. Uh, so um, kind of had a feeling that's where that was going, um, especially since the Frisco Police Department declined to file the charges. They said, no, let's send that to the grand jury and let them decide. So they decided this morning about, I guess it was a little after 9, they no-billed him. So right. he doesn't have to worry about that yep. anymore. Thank you. And still no news worry about, about your assignments. Ezekiel Elliott's decision. We should expect it soon. <laughs> Yeah. I, I was I was betting on Tuesday. We myself. missed Tuesday, didn't we? I missed the yeah. Tuesday deadline, so I'm just kind of leading the league and being Those wrong. Those judges probably listen to talking Cowboys. <laughs> they we'll do. Show them they, they, do. they aren't going to force us to get this done. <laughs> They've tweeted at us a few times, you know. Let me ask you this: <laughs> You guys are really smart people. I don't. Uh, 
what what if it goes on longer do you worry i mean i always i'm always a, i'm always one of those guys about time the longer something kind of hangs out there the better or worse i mean people kind of read the tea leaves that way i actually think the longer it takes it's 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 better for him why okay because i think if it was going to if they were going to rule for the nfl it was going to be cut and dried so they got something to think about because normally when you try to do these things with an arbitration case, it, it, the, the, and you have a CBA or a union, they're going to rule for whatever you agreed to collectively a bargain. Collectively yeah. a bargain. Yeah. And now maybe they have something to think about. And who knows? Maybe they got more important things to do. Yeah. I would hope they do. Right. I'll tell you what, though, that to me is, you know, it's. It's something that you were like thinking during the bye week that maybe you would get news on it. Yeah, but it's not a bye week for well, them. Well, no, no, it's not. I was, kinda, I was thinking. They're I was, sitting there eating their beignets this morning. I don't know if they Nothing care. Nothing wrong with beignets. I don't know if the court cares about this, but it would give the Cowboys an opportunity to regroup. And if they don't fact, care about that either. Okay, well. I guarantee you. The that. judge did say what last week that he would try to provide an answer ASAP. But again, we're on the court's time. And it's, on. and it's three judges, so you got to get them all together to decide this stuff, too. And everybody's got to write their own little, what do you call it? Brief. Brief. Or decision. Everybody has a, an opinion. Yeah. It could, you know, two, I, I, two I to one. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know which way this. I My gut feeling is, just gut feeling, and I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I think it's going to go badly here. <laughs> no. Rob's face. <laughs> oh, no. You are watching. As in, he gets six games immediately, and they're yeah. going to have to deal with, yeah. without him. And they yeah. just dismiss everything. Yeah. Now, the other option, right, is they can throw out the, the case in, in that jurisdiction, and it starts all over again in New right. York, which starts I hope I'm wrong, but I, I just, to me, it just kind of reading into some things, it's reading. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just reading into things. It sounds like there is one of these appellate judges that is – is really not either on Zeke's side or the NFL side. And it's Fair. now about his decision. It, it was, will come down to one one man's decision about this. And like Mickey says, when you start talking about uh, collectively bargained agreements, you know, that, that, that holds a lot of weight. You know, the players agreed to give the commissioner's office the power to be the final the vinyl say. Yeah, but also a big thing that everybody keeps going back to is that irreparable harm phrase. Sure. And and they were asked again during that hearing, okay, irreparable harm, but you let him play week one despite your claim that that would cause irreparable harm to the NFL. So they have to figure that – they have to rationalize that to this appellate panel too. And then the so, other thing is they pointed out was Brady went through a whole season. Right. And, and the question was what harm did that cause? So you're thinking that you think it's going to go for the side? I think I think they're going to look at this. I mean, I've been leading say, the league and being wrong right now, so I'm going to keep going. You know what? Leading think, the league. I think they're going to. I think they're going to look at it, and what they have to settle in their mind was exactly what Judge Amos kind of pointed out: that yeah, it, it, you you have to go with the arbitrator's decision, but did the arbitrator make egregious? mistakes by not allowing how they that, allowed how they, this yeah. thing to be arbitrary sure, that's a fair that's fair. and i think that's something that's, they got to consider that's fair you know was the arbitration fair yeah. you know did, did you exhaust all avenues to allow them to plead their case and and they weren't 
They, they weren't allowed to interview or uh, have the commissioner testify, to have uh, Lisa Friel testify. And these were the people that basically and made out testimony decision. or yeah. potential testimony. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's what Mazant ultimately ruled by. Exactly. Right. That there were, right. there were flaws in the arbitration process. See, and now they're trying to skirt, kind of skirt that and say, well, they filed this before they should have been allowed to file. Right. Right. And the NFLPA's argument was we knew what was about to happen. If I knew my house is getting ready to get run over by a semi, do I have to wait till the semi hits the house before I leave? What yeah. an analogy. Mickey and the analogy. No, that was what that, they used. No, that's what they used. Really? That's, yes. Yeah, they used that. In the court of law. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting analogy. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it I, was. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. It's so. like you have to wait till the tornado hits before you leave, you know? <coughs> I was going to say, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. Not yeah, don't. Just stop. They're yourself. having problems in Napa. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. All very my sad. wine is burning mm-hmm. up. Oh, my God. Oh, it's bye week here. Or at least you know, the grapes. We're all, we're all confused. That's here. awful. I didn't realize it was so widespread. It's it is terrible. Terrible. It is it's terrible. Really bad. Beautiful part of the world. Hey, by the way, did any of you catch uh, the uh, opening of the Las Vegas Knights last night? No, I heard it was the yeah. ceremony. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? Very classy. I yeah. happened to be. And I said, oh, let's see what's on this channel. And it just started. There it is on TV for everybody. That and can. that guy was amazing. Uh, Eng, Eng, England? Eng, I don't know the Vegas players. He, he was, he, I was watching the Stars. He was the guy that uh, uh, he played the, there in the minor leagues right. and uh, ended up living there, getting right. married there, having kids there. Right. And he spoke. But they brought out all these first responders. They brought out. Uh, nurses, doctors, and each player led them onto the ice, yeah. and and it was dark and on the spotlight. Was, I mean, it was unbelievable. And everybody, and I'm not being political here. Everybody in that stadium that they showed, they were singing the national. It was chilling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was an amazing. And then within maybe seven minutes. They scored three goals. Oh no, that's a they, they're, they're, I, don't a think, I don't think they've lost yet. A boom. No, I they opened with a yeah, beating awesome. the stars they here. Beat the stars. Yeah. Two to one. There you go. Yikes. It's not a bad not a bad team. Not a bad team for not an expansion group. Yep. But some might argue that the Cowboys are, are headed team. to be <laughs> a, bad a bad team. team. <laughs> now hopefully this buy is coming at a good time for them. But I want to ask you guys a few big picture questions. We got into some different things yesterday, and there's still some things to be answered. What to do here? So, do you guys think that anyone besides Demarcus Lawrence, obviously leading the league in sacks with 8.5, has had a Pro Bowl season yet? On defense or on the D-line? I'm going to say on the the team. team. On the team, wow. On the team. And I say that because last year, obviously, this team headlined, you know, the entire National Football League with seven. Des Bryant and Sean Lee were alternates. But, you know, you had Dak, Zeke, the three linemen, and – Sean Lee ended up being there, and Des Bryant. I don't think the quarterbacks got near enough credit. I would hate to see where, where this. I was going. I would hate to see where this team would be if the quarterback has not played as well as he has. Dak's, yeah. Dak's been fantastic. He's I mean, had him on the, their back. The yeah. numbers. Back. The numbers don't really yeah. show it. But he's been under some some yeah. really some serious pressure. Especially with the run game not being there. Run game hasn't been there. He's the the team which was very good at not dropping the football on him has started to drop the football on him. And so, you know, last year they were one of the best in the league when it came to those numbers. You had guys like Cole Beasley that, you know, you throw it his direction, it's going to be a catch. Not that Cole's dropping, but they've had some untimely drops. 
uh, in this game or in this in this season. But I would I would I wouldn't want to know where this team would be. The team might very well be like the Giants, if in fact that you didn't have Dak Prescott. Yeah playing to the level that he's playing at right now. There just aren't many spots, and right now there's seven NFC quarterbacks with a higher passer rating. So if you go based on numbers, you know, he's got a 93.1 rating. That's certainly very good, 11 touchdowns. Um, but sometimes these things go off of statistics. Well, give it time. We've got to there's a lot of yeah. time. No, lot, and but, Sean Lee was playing awfully well until he got hurt. Yes, I think so too. And I think the offensive linemen, I mean, three get in every year, I think, especially in the offensive line, you, you create a reputation for yourself. Well, they need to pick it up. Well, they obviously they do. Fair point. But I think all three of those guys still has a shot to get in the Pro Bowl. You do. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if you just said right now, week five, but week six vote, the one I think of is the quarterback. Not Ezekiel Elliott. Not no. yet. Not yet. It's just been, yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough not, not all on him. That, not sure. all on him, but, you know, there, there's, there's issues. You know, it's funny. You can, you can kind of go around the offense, the defense – even special teams, you could go around and pick one or two areas of, of huge concern. Yeah. You know, and, it, and if you don't correct those areas, then you really, like Bill Parcells would say, you are what you are. You mm-hmm. know, uh, they, they really wanted to lean on this offensive line. Like Mickey says, it just hasn't played very well as a group. You know, it's not just the left guard or the left or the right tackle. What's been worse, and maybe worse is a hard word for that, but – what needs to improve? What has maybe? been disturbing? Well, what needs to improve more? Is it the run blocking or is it the pass protection? No, it's really been what? both. I thought Dak. Question. I though. thought Dak had. Well, some, that's because I was just looking at that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I thought Dak had some cleaner pockets against the Packers. But you look at those first four games, and he was under more pressure than I can remember him being under last season. And it's not like it was always pretty for him, but boy, he he has really had to move and duck and scramble and stand in the pocket and take hits, and he's done it, uh, especially in games. Even in that Denver game where they were trailing, he would still continue to stand in there and, and take hits. Um, but you, obviously, you look at the numbers in the running game and say, yeah, run blocking's been an issue. This is the, the identity of this football team is, physical, is the physicality of running the football. Mm-hmm. That's their no I- doubt. That's yeah. their identity. That's what helps their offense move. That's what helps their defense stay off the field. All the things that we know about this team, it's their running game. The fact that Dak Prescott can avoid, I think, can allow you a little leeway as far as your pass protection. But as long as they're running the football, you're going to keep people from coming after you in the in the passing game if you can run the ball. That that I mean, Aaron Rodgers got a huge break the other day. I couldn't imagine if Aaron Rodgers had to play a game where, and he's had to a little bit this season, where they haven't been able to run the football, and he and it's just been him. They might have sacked him nine yeah. times. Yeah, I mean, there were there were. I mean, it could have been that way. Now, with that being said, though. I just feel like though that the the running game is really needs that that needs to get going for this football team because it, it, it be, helps again not only helps the offense it helps your defense as well. It needs to get going more efficiently. Efficiently, yes, because it's not sporadically. It's like a thirty yard run here, and then you have two one zero minus one. Right, you can't have those. Right, there's it's no consistency. Consistent, yeah. It's nice to have the 25-yard run. We right. talked about it yesterday when he hit the 25-yard run. Need more six-yard runs. He had 31 yards over however many carries it was. Yeah. It was what, yeah, what did they average on first down last year? I keep going back to last year. It's a different season. But it was it was, it was like, darn near five yards a carry. Yeah, I mean, God, that's, that's a quarterback's dream right there, to be yeah. in second and five every time and then third and two or whatever. 
You're saying for last year? I think I have it. If not, maybe Kent could look that up for us. But no, it, we it, ran on first down or just average on first down. Uh, run first down running. I feel okay. like was really good. Five yards of carry, something like that. We can look. Yeah, you never felt like quick. they were really in a hole right away. Rarely, Brian would say they were staying ahead of the chains. Yeah, ahead of the chains. I mean, there were only a couple games where you felt like they really struggled. Minnesota Giants. was a struggle. The Giants was a struggle. But and you saw what offensively that what they weren't able to accomplish when they didn't run the football yeah. well. And I, I think the fact that if you want to talk about what you've seen from Dak Prescott from one year to the next is he's had to play clearly under more adversity this year. You know, if you look at more long down and distances, more pressure. You know, he's had to make throws. I mean, that's, that play he made to Bryce Butler, what, third and 16 on the play, third and 14, whatever. I mean, you, you know, he, he scrambled around, moving around, and then he keeps his eyes down the field. I mean, those are the types of things. The play he made down the field to Rod Smith. I mean, yeah. those, are, those are the types of plays you're seeing seeing those seeing him make and that's that's been the impressive and thing again credit the the defenses they've been playing to we we always we don't always give credit to the other team but the the talent level on some of these fronts that he's facing in the passing game and then obviously in the run game has been has been really good yeah well let's take our final break sorry mick and maybe you have a question they no i was going to say next i was looking forward to your next question I know, because we have some good ones that need to be addressed here on Talking Cowboys. We'll be right back after our final break. You guys can call us. The number is 214-872-2102. Stay tuned. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talkin' Cowboys. And if we're talking Cowboys, as we know, we talk Pete. And I think today's National Pizza Day. So I can't think of anything better than to call <laughs> yeah. Papa John's and make sure that they send you one of those pizzas with Every the freshest ingredients, freshest pepperoni, 100% pork and beef. And treat yourself on National Pizza Day to some Papa John's. Baking up holidays, Mick? No, the guys, uh, I heard it on the radio this morning because they made me hungry. Yeah. They were, no, they were talking every about day my credit card bill is due today. <laughs> and, you know, I always go to Papa John's on those days. because To celebrate? Well, they have such good deals. Such. You good need deals. it because you paid your credit card? That's true. 
pizza makes you were, feel good. They were really debating does. what what's your favorite topping on pizzas, and and so it caught my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so we had some All questions. toppings. Now, here's... Oh, a, you're a pineapple guy? I'll, I'll eat anything. Pineapple. Is. All right. <laughs> well, Mr. Pineapple... That's so wrong. Brian brought us on. You start us off. This is an oh. open-ended question. A what question? An open-ended. Oh. Yes. So, and we can get to that. We'll get to this one, and then we'll get to the poll, which has options for Does you. Does yours have options? No. Oh, okay. It's... it's it's open ended. Let's just go. It's opinion based. Just to uh, follow up on that previous segment. Thank you. Um, it says six point six yards averaging on first down. I think that's that includes passing, though. That yeah, does. Um, yeah, that's good. Though, can't find regardless. specifically for rushing, but that's kind of where they were this year, thanks to that seventy-yard run by Morris. Sure. It was a first down run. Yeah. All right, Brian. Yes. I want you to tell me your top moment from the season and your worst moment from the season, and what you can expect. More of my top a lot. Yeah. My top moment of the season, I think, was the fact that they were on the ropes at Arizona. That was looking bad. Defensively, they were looking bad. They really weren't getting off the field, uh, you know, but then things flipped for them. They were able to hang in that game. That that showed you a lot of that game was a lot about the coach likes to preach about toughness and fight and all that. That to me was as good as you're going to get right there. When everything was going the wrong way, uh, you you were able to uh, to stand tall at that time and go get you a win in a difficult place to do, you know, your season, you know, the way it was. But I think that the worst moment, I have two, but I, I, I man, you had Green Bay on the ropes. You really, really Vice did. Vice versa. Yeah, and you just, you, yeah, you just couldn't, you couldn't finish the game. And, and that, to me, is disappointing because it's not often, you know, when you when you got a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and you have him beat and you just can't finish it, that in itself is disappointing. I think the Rams game, though, really, really, really bothered me. I can understand Green Bay because I, I, I'm gut feeling I picked the Packers to win. But the Rams game bothered me for the second half. They had the Rams dead to rights. And they instead of like they finished the Arizona game, they didn't finish the Rams game. And that, that, that was disappointing uh, to me. Uh, overall and it's it's not just I can't just point out like oh it's the running game it's disappointing it's the pass rush or whatever it's it's the it's the games that I think about because they 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 had yeah they had the game at the Rams and they also had the game at the at the Cowboys the the inability to finish is, is is troubling Roberto I would say top moment Holding the Giants, and we know the Giants now are winless, but the three points defensively. Wow. That, you look back at that game, and you thought the way they tackled, the way they got off the field, really impressive. Good things going forward, yeah. Yeah, that's whether they got to get back to. Um, worst moment, I would say, just the most shocking one for me, is, is looking at the stat sheet after the Denver game and seeing Zeke carried eight times for nine yards. Like well, that, that was that's, not good. That's, that's a good point. It's just I, I would have never guessed that would have happened, and they did get behind early – and big in the scoreboard, uh, but that's just the total, the polar opposite of what their offense is about, and they've they've got to avoid that going forward. Top and worst, Mick. Worst, can I just pick the whole Denver game? Yeah, yeah at sure. a moment, sure. Mick. The weather delay really got <laughs> yeah, you in a just tizzy. Awful. Got home later. If I had to yeah. pick one play, it was the muff punt against the Rams. Oh, oh that's true. Because they were go. getting ready to put that game away. There you go. Uh, this is going to sound weird. But I thought one of the top moments, and I don't know if you would say proud or what, was the ability down 28-24 to drive 79 yards 
in 17 plays over 843 and score a touchdown against the Packers to take the lead. Right. I thought that was maybe the most impressive thing I've seen him do uh, in quite some time. That was right after yeah. the pick, right? Now, correct yeah. me if it I'm wrong, after they Kent, got Yes. But Dak Prescott has scored eight rushing touchdowns throughout his entire career, I, th- I believe. I will d- double-check on that, the double- most updated number I'll look up. So you're right, Mick, and he does score a rushing touchdown at the end of that. And I was breathing a sigh of relief, only because I trust stats so mm-hmm. much here. And prior to the loss against Green Bay, every time he had gone in for a rushing touchdown, this team won. Won a game, yeah. Won a game. So. You were betting it. Yeah. You are pushing the chips. He has eight total. Yeah. He has eight total. So, yeah, he, you know, when he got the Seven one. and zero. Oh, right? Six last year and two this year. Yeah. He got the one against the The Cardinals. one in the playoffs, too, though. Yeah, so, you know. So it, what's what's really sad is we've had more. I think we remember the the bad times now more than we remember the good times. I mean, Mickey Mickey's point about the the touchdown drive. What's what's going to be that's going to be a footnote in history one day. Seventeen plays and all this. And all. If you win the game, that's legend. That's that becomes a legendary drive. They still talk about drives, and I know it was a playoff game in Denver and John Elway and and Cleveland and all that. But they still remember drives. You know, they remember the drive at, at in Denver. And it, and but you know, you could have if if you could have pulled that victory off, you could have remembered this one as you know one day in Cowboys. You know, somebody will be talking cow, talking Cowboys. I'll be at a lake somewhere, and someone will be saying, "How about that drive they had that time against against the Packers that won?" You know, kept Rodgers off the field. Yeah, kept oh. Rodgers off the field, and yeah, as as I think, and talking to some fans, that game is going to be one of the more memorable ones for the just high, low, high, low, the, right. the, the, the emotional oh. roller coaster it was. People were just worn out. Oh, I know. Well, when the, when the, on set, I was worn out. The playoff game was like that, too. Right. I thought, I thought the playoff game even more so because they were down early. Yeah, but it was a constant, hey, we, here yeah. we come, here yeah. we come. This one was, here we come, there we go, here we come, yeah. there we go. And then the interception, and then you come back and do that, and then they come back and do that. I bet people were just emotionally spent after that game. It's tough, and it's tough. Think about the coaches and the players and the front office and all that. I mean, I, you know, that 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 I have experienced myself. But afterwards, I, I just couldn't, you know. And, and we were with Les Miles, and he was he kept saying, you know, Les was Coach Miles was was he kept saying, think about the coaches here, think about the players here, think about you know, and just the 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 peaks and valleys that they had to roll through in that game and see and that was one of the so much invested in it and 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 bringing that up that's what i was concerned about the team right recovering from that right because that's tough it is now maybe the bye kind of smooths that out you know you got time to not have to get back to practice today and get ready for the next game right but the the emotional roller coaster can wear a team out and you got to hope that you can get over that my aggies after the ucla game they didn't exactly come out with fire the next week. You yeah, know? it takes ha- a little while to get over something. It's like hard. That. Yeah, but well against Alabama though. They really yeah. Well, they did. what Thanks. about your poll though, Rob? Yeah. That's always fire. Thank you, Tay. Uh, <laughs> I voted. You did. Yeah. So the poll today—it was something we talked about yesterday. Yeah, at the end of the show, we—you know—if you could point to one particular aspect of this team that needs improvement or that you could improve, what would it be? And coming out of the bye. And there's four options, pass protection, run game, run defense, or takeaways defensively. Mm. Mm. What'd you have, Tay? I said takeaways. Takeaways. 
Because you're two touchdowns behind your opponents without yeah. any takeaways. Yeah, near the bottom of the league. Scoring yeah. defense. <laughs> they have four through five games. Brian, thoughts? I'll tell you what, I would like to see the run defense approve. I really would. I think teams are you – know, this, if this team could just somehow find a way to play better on first and second down – I went up and looked up some numbers as well. I, I just trying to learn, but teams are averaging almost six yards a carry on second down, you know, which is which is near the bottom for the the cow near the, the bottom for any team in the league. So, I think run defense has been just as much of a of a uh, a problem and needs to be corrected as quickly as possible. I would say run defense as well because it, it, it spills over to the offense. Get your offense back on the field and try to get them in a rhythm with their own run game, Mickey. Got a vote? Oh, I'm with Brian. Run defense? Yeah. And I, I was just trying to look up. So, what, three of the next four games are on the road? Right. So, San Francisco, they're, yeah, they're, got, they're running offense. Yeah, they're 20th. Kansas City? Uh, we got Washington after that. Okay, Washington. And then KC. Washington, seventh. Kansas City, second. Yeah. And then what's after that? Atlanta? Atlanta. <laughs> Third. <laughs> eight, it's eight. not fun. Eight. Yeah. Eight. yeah, yeah. They're so good. they've they've got some teams that run and throw the ball awfully well. You know, it's but you got to stop one facet. Yeah, it's kind of like San Francisco. Even though they're twentieth, you thought Green Bay was near the bottom of the uh, the chart. Yeah, but hopefully again, Sean Lee, Anthony Hitchens, and you're sitting there going, oh, and their top two running backs yeah. are out. Yeah, and then Aaron Jones yeah. lights you up. Yeah. The great Aaron Jones I'll from you what, El Paso, the, Texas. The turn the turnovers though is an interesting. But that's one. a good one. That the turnovers are interesting because look what look what's happened when the Cowboys have turned over the ball. You know, I mean that you know Denver was a that pick six was bad and that you know you're trying to rally there, but that was a huge play in the game the other day. They just have you know I mean you're turning over the ball and but you're not getting anything back. Well, look at that muffed punt. Yeah, the muffed punt. Mickey's you know. right. I mean, that that those were just huge. Turn that whole game around. Around. Exactly. Around. And, around. And What'd I you vote? Some, I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, what if the Cowboys had gotten a turnover in that one minute 13? Well, see, that's what I'm saying. You know yeah, yeah, if, if you like, got the, if you got the intercept, or maybe good. Skandrick's on the blitz and he goes up right and instead of tipping the ball, he somehow catches that ball. Or, you know, you, somehow you get – one of the sacks becomes, you know, force fumble, force fumble, sack fumble. I mean, we know Rogers; he gets hit and he doesn't fumble. But or it, how about just keep the guys in bounds? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. That's one. Well, we were on the right track. Fifty percent said run defense. Thirty-one percent said takeaways. Okay. Yeah. Did you vote? Would you vote? I didn't vote, but run defense would make sense. Choice. Yes. Where you you lie? That's where I lie. Is where I stand. Well, hopefully. he doesn't lie. <laughs> yeah, Robert is one of the most honest guys here. I believe so, but oh, thanks, Dave. It's just, it's. I think you're right, Brian. You know, you said a great point. When you're sitting here at two and three, and the Cowboys have had bad losses to the Broncos, the Rams, and the Packers, you're thinking more about the bad things than the good. Sure, are. no doubt. I mean, so last time, at the last time at buy for the Cowboys last year, they were five and one. Think about that. We weren't, we weren't talking Cowboys. Just beat and, the Packers at Lambeau Field. Yeah, exactly. So, think, you know, yeah, you're in a situation where you're thinking a lot differently about your football team. But they've, they've got issues. They've got issues on the run defense. They've got issues on the offensive line with uh, their ability to be complete, run or pass. Uh, they've struggled getting open with wide receivers. They've had some bad drops. You know, I mean, there, it's just been a lot of inconsistencies yeah. is why you're the two and three you are right now. That's the thing. He's right. Like, it's not – a fluky play here or there, it's 
there's a body of work here over five games. There are. They've struggled with certain things, and it's got to get better. And that's what this bye week partially is for, is to try to clean up some of this stuff and self-scout yourself. Well, yeah, unfortunately, the only, you only have two practices. Yeah, right? but – You know, and – Maybe it's just getting away. Like I mean, they showed though. up this morning. They had a planned team meeting at 7.30 to 8 o'clock. Um, that was on the schedule on Thursday. They have one after practice – was on the schedule since Thursday, and then, you know, tomorrow they, it's early, and then they're gone. Maybe it's just a mental break, though. Maybe. Yeah, like four days. Got to have four days in a row. Yeah, you have four days in a row, including the weekends. And so mailbag Friday, Saturday, that. Sunday, and Mondays right. are four days in a row. Unlike what Bill Parcells would pull. Yeah, he'd practice he'd on give Friday. Him, he'd give him Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off, and say, "Oh yeah, we're going to practice Friday, yeah. and I think on Saturday." Yeah. Ooh. So if you're leaving town to go to the old alma mater, yeah. you're going to have to pay a full fare on the airline. <laughs> Not fun. No. Nope. Not fun. But it is fun around here to to have this job and to be able to look at this because we will go and talk to these players at 1 p.m. Don't know how many will be in there, but. How do you, you think might... the locker room's going to be, guys? Empty. Intentions. Do you really? Do you think, do you think... I think it's going to be mostly empty. I think there'll be a couple of the team leaders in there. And the reason I brought up that team meeting was because like, it sounded like something That's when they had their talk. out there was reporting yeah. that yeah. they had an emergency team meeting sure. to discuss all this stuff. It was scheduled. That thing was planned since Thursday. So Difficult time uh, for the players? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I not only are you fighting the record of being two and three, but you're fighting your own, your own feelings. For, for, yeah, for the, I mean, maybe it's a good thing that it's happening during yeah. the bye week. Yeah, yeah sure. that is true. That is it's true. It's not distracting you yeah. from preparing Absolutely. for, for yeah. a game. So. Absolutely. Yeah, you look at some of these guys, like Bryce Butler was on NFL Network the other day, and they're able to kind of break away. A lot of these guys are golfing. Now, yeah. they've all picked up golf. Dak Prescott, Tyrone Crawford, Bryce Butler. You know, and I think, uh, and, and I don't want to get into this, but I think the good thing is, is that the owners are meeting on Tuesday as as a league. Where and is that? And they're going to, in New York, I assume, and they're going to come up with a policy to make it uniform for everybody. everybody. There you go. And then there's no, oh, we're doing this. Oh, no they're doing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it'll be a unified thing, yeah. what the league decides to do, and I think that's what needed to it's be all we done a long time ago. Give me some direction. That's all yeah. we need. Well, I like what you guys are saying. We have a few minutes left. So why don't you say the one player, because we've talked about what they need to improve over, but who's the one player that you think can benefit most from these four days off? Uh, I, I'll go with Sean Lee. Maybe that's an obvious one, but I think they, they need him back so badly. And I think an extra week just for a veteran like him, it's just a little extra time to make sure that hamstring's right because you need him back against San Francisco. Jalen Smith. Is that what Ooh. you're going to say? No, no, go ahead. Jalen Smith. The reset button over yeah, there. Yeah, let him hit the reset button. It, it'll be good for him just to get away from this for a little bit. You know, I mean, there's uh, he's, he's played the best he could under his condition. You know, and, and maybe – a little rest will allow him to heal up a little more. You know, feel about it. one of the most positive guys you'll ever be around in your life. And you know, but I think he needs to take a, a little break and kind of reevaluate and see where he's at. I think it's a great thing that we're going to get Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens back because him in a rotation should be pretty good. But as him as a full time starter for sixty plays a game, I think that's asking a lot for him. And in two thousand eighteen. Load up the wagon. 2017, I think you just need to – now, they're not putting him out there hurt, but he's having to, having to play a ton, and I think that's hurting his performance. 
I think it frustrates him. At it times. does. It absolutely does. And he doesn't let on. He, he's never going to let you know he's mad. But he, yeah. you can just kind of tell his body language on right. the field that right. he gets frustrated that I can, I can do make this better yeah. and I'm not. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you two guys and uh, mark that kid. David Irving and Anthony Hitchens. Those guys hadn't played a game since the Oakland preseason game, and I'll guarantee you they are sore puppies right. even today. So this will give them an opportunity to get their legs back underneath them. Uh, when you don't play and have contact for that long, you know you can come out and play the way they played, but, boy, the next week yeah, it's you're, trouble. you're shot. You are shot. You are so sore. So they actually get all this time to recover and be ready to go again, and I think those two guys are very critical – to not only Sean Lee coming back, but those two guys playing the way they can play to help this defense out going forward. Well, there you guys have it. Great bi-week shows here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to DallasCowboys.com because they will announce what time a special joint show will be online tomorrow. Yeah, we got the draft show. We taped it all, so it'll be on Thursday as well. So a couple shows for you to, to, to get you through We've the week. We've got content. we got content. we got content. Absolutely. So thank you so much for watching today. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!